2: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Hearts stay top after the weekend but were blown away by an early Rangers onslaught at Ibrox yesterday. Brendan Rodgers watched his Celtic side hand out their biggest ever league hammering before addressing Aston Villa suggestions and Lee Griffiths withdraws from the Scotland squad to focus on his fitness. Two men who are fit and ready to go join me this evening Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans.
3: In order to prove that Lee Griffiths withdrawal from the Scotland squad proves that there's a breakdown in The relationship between him and Alec McLeish You would need to prove That the statement offered by Lee Griffiths Is fabricated I can offer you no such proof You can suspect there's a breakdown In the relationship between the manager And the player But can you offer me proof of that either The best policy for me Gordon Let Griffiths focus on his fitness And let's focus on the guys Who will play in Haifa On Thursday night Alex Ray, what a weekend of Scottish football it was As if Saturday wasn't exciting enough With
2: Hibs and Aberdeen amongst others Really impressing Along comes yesterday Big test for Rangers and Hearts Rangers the ones that come through it And then Celtic being as impressive as they've been in a long time So lots to discuss
4: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely We were talking about Celtic uh, Stuttering, uh, not consistent Uh, They blew St Johnson out the water really, uh, Really impressive performance I was at the Rangers game Covenant for Clyde 1 And uh, it was a, a remarkable First half Gordon You know They actually blew him away We spoke about the bottle Would hearts have that But Rangers were really impressive
2: 0141 951 1025 Give us your thoughts Whatever you took away From the weekend Who impressed you Who didn't impress you Anything else you may have noticed Give us a call Or send us a tweet At Clyde SSB And Hugh Kevans, um It's that time of the season Where the second international break kicks in it's a it's almost like a, a junction in the season where already people are saying you know right okay we've, we've got the first part of the season over we know who's good who's bad it's time to bump the manager perhaps we've seen that a couple of times over the weekend
3: well you know it, it's regrettable that the this lull in the the championship race uh takes place now because i think everyone is fired up by this league everyone is admiring Uh, What Hearts have done Hibbs in second place Let's not forget Livingston Kilmarnock Steven Gerrard Declared The title race Well and truly Open yesterday He's absolutely correct Celtic Produced their best Performance of the season In one weekend We had Brendan Rodgers Getting the biggest League Winning margin He's ever known And We've had such excitement That In a way It's a shame We have to we have this short intermission for international football Let's start by looking back on yesterday's games then uh, Rangers fans, what type of
2: statement did you send out against Hearts? Hearts fans, are you worried or did you see enough to suggest that you can stay top as you are at the moment? And as for you Celtic fans, is that the performance that you think could kickstart things again this season? 0141951 Stephen Gerrard says the win against Hearts as Hugh already introduced has blown the title race wide Open. It was a three-one win. It cut the gap to five points between the sides. And Gerard His players went to battle and won against Craig Levine's side.
5: A yeah, very pleasing me team. Uh, we beat a good team today. Uh, it's a good team. And I, I, I said before the game, and I weren't telling lies. You know, we were very respectful. Uh, they are where they are on merit. Um, got good players. They've got a good way how they play. Um, so we beat a very good team today, and we did it because we went to war with them and we matched them in the war, and then. Our football shone through, and that's what you got to do in games like this. This and uh, game had nothing to do with Livingston. Really, you know, this doesn't heal the fact that we lost to a- Livingston. A Livingston performance weren't good enough. The challenge for, na- for me and the team now is: can we go and start making um, performances like the last four days away from home? Um, and that's when we'll find consistency. So today's performance and result doesn't heal Livingston, but um, it was certainly a statement, and it's certainly blown. The title wide open, and I made it a little bit more uh, better looking uh, in terms of us. It
2: was a statement, says Stephen Gerrard. But what type of statement, Rangers fans? 01419511025.
3: Who impressed you yesterday? What did you make of the game as a whole, Hugh Keaven's? Everyone's tiptoed around this question. Everyone who supports Rangers. Everyone who plays for Rangers. But from the moment Stephen Gerrard came in, people thought there might be a title challenge, but didn't want to see it. Now Stephen Gerrard. Has just come out and he's said it And if he's saying it, he believes it And the supporters now believe it as well So we're in for a tremendous time of it this season We've actually got a competition And not just in name only Alex, was that the type of game yesterday Where anyone
2: would have Sufficed Sufficed for Rangers Because, you know, it was all this About being a test and Hearts being top of the table Uh, And what can Rangers do at home this season? We'll look, in a, we'll look in a bit greater detail As the show goes on As to how that win came about And who was good But was it just about Getting the three points Would, would that have been statement enough?
4: Yeah well listen I think the most important thing uh, From the, the Rangers point of view They were into the game There was a lot of pressure on them Regardless of what oh. people thought Because if they had a lost that game It would have been The we would have been, the, the, the been Going off the hook tonight Be complaints And it's a false dawn And all this Now obviously they've won the game the the manner in which they won, particularly in the first half, was really impressive. Uh I get frustrated with the second half, I have to say, when the when the Hearts went down to ten men, I didn't think they utilised the, the spare man. They were wasteful. Uh and actually Hearts grew into the game as as it wore on. But he's right in what he says. But I think it's important to cause you don't get carried away with a Livingston one and you don't get carried away with the the Hearts one as well. For Rangers to be serious contenders this year, Gordon, the home form is really seriously taking care of itself at the moment. It's really impressive, scoring freely. They need to sort their away form out. They've got Aki's in a couple of weeks' time. They're the games that they really need to start making a mark.
2: Wins for Rangers and Celtic yesterday. We're looking back on both performances. We're going to hear from both managers as well. So let's hear from both sets of fans. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Ray has just disappeared. Ray from Paisley There we go He was on to talk about that Rangers performance So I'm sure we'll get back to Ray uh, In just a second Um, John Paul Monaghan's on Twitter says Outstanding performance from Celtic Really impressive 6-0 It flattered St Johnston The type of performance that puts down a
3: marker To the rest in the league Sometimes you can say Gordon Oh it could have been double figures And it's just a figure of speech But yesterday It could have been double figures Xander Clark saved as many chances as Celtic actually scored goals. So it it could have been 10 and maybe more. He was outstanding, Celtic were outstanding and I think the most positive thing for the Celtic supporters was if anyone had a subconscious fear that the team of the last two years had vanished and wasn't coming back, well, they made a reappearance yesterday. Ray from Paisley has disappeared on the line So give us a call, take his place 01419511025 We'll
2: hear from Brendan Rogers just now Hugh, we'll cover off both sides of the performances Yesterday he says his players produced one of the best In his time at the club It was a 6-0 win, as we said his biggest ever League win, he's managed a 6-0 in the cup before uh, James Forrest got the headlines Four goals, Roger says it was an immense Team display from his men
6: Yeah it was an outstanding team performance Much more like our level I think I said before we're getting back towards where I'd want us to be and it all starts with that will and intensity to, to get the ball back I thought we are much better in our press and much more synchronised and how we are getting up to the ball players reading passes to intercept and that will always allow us to, to create chances and score goals so, uh, so defensively very organised pressing really good collect the, everyone collectively pressing the game and, uh, and obviously say then we get our goals and they're all outstanding goals and they're on right He's had an eventful week, that's for sure. Um, no, I, again, it shows you his mentality. Um, something that I've noticed in the last couple of years that desire and will to want to score goals is important. So his job is to create and score, and uh, and he's done that uh, exceptionally well today. So a uh, couple of nice combinations with, with Tom Roger to 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 get himself in, and he's finishing off both feet was was outstanding so uh, a very very good individual
2: performance by James 0141 to tell us what pleased you about your team yesterday John's in Cotebridge hi John
1: hi guys how you doing not doing, bad John uh, look, me and my mates guys have been talking about sometimes Salisbury first half uh, I thought they moved the ball brilliant and sometimes I think with Scott Brown this year uh, Alec he's been playing far too deep as a sweeper and I think yesterday proved it Sometimes when the me man's not in the team,
4: would you call it? They uh, seem to get the ball forward quicker. And yesterday was evidently that. Not, I mean, I just wonder what you're thinking that. Well, listen, uh, Scott Brown's been tremendous. I think it's a, a similar to what Brendan did when he was at Liverpool. Steven Gerrard was the one that dropped in and both centre half split, which allows your full backs to run on. So I think that's the way that Brendan likes to play. Uh, I didn't see the game yesterday. I always seen the highlights, and uh, I have to say they were really, really impressive. Celtic, the way they pop it about. It was interesting listening to the the commentary for the Jim Duffy. Up in Perth When he said that James Forrest was playing More forward one Whereas if they play With a back three Then he ends up Having to do the defensive Side of things For me domestically anyway I think it what's a treat For James Forrest I've been on this show For uh, the last couple of years Really And About three years Four years ago They were clamoring this boy's not good enough uh-huh. the, the development In this boy Hugh Has been remarkable He's, he's, he's a powerhouse now He skips past people yeah. Last year he got 17 goals For a winger Which is phenomenal The year before that He got 8 Brendan Rodgers starts Putting targets on this boy And he's already got 6 this year So He's added goals Because he's coming in He's developed Whereas the old days It was just searching the line through. He's coming in off the The flank and Getting goals it's, it, it's been a transformation but It's been brilliant
3: If there's any suggestion That Celtic are better off Without Scott Brown Than with him then I would say Be careful what you wish for Because oh, I don't
1: wish that here. you I'm just saying I think some of the games As Alec alluded to there Sometimes I think Maybe they could Rest them a wee bit You know what I mean?
4: Well, he, does, he doesn't want to though That's the thing no. The thing about Scott Brown Is I think he played Was it 60 games last year? Something yeah. like that 58, 60 games I
3: mean, What happened yesterday John Is that Players The criticism was That our Celtic are pedestrian And for the first 10 minutes They were pedestrian and then, all of a sudden, they remembered how they used to be. And everyone, on an individual basis, gave the kind of performance that you remembered them being capable of. Yeah.
1: another point before I go. Yeah. I, well, I, I tried to go on last week, right? Would uh, uh, you call it... Hey, uh, more, more, more to you. Do you not know think, would you call it, the gas coin being loaded into the Hall of Fame included as, as it sends a wrong message out to, the, to kids?
3: Well, you know... Th- Football is not populated by blameless characters And I do know that Paul Gascoigne in the past Has been guilty of uh, Horrendous things that have been well highlighted uh, But he was inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, Because of his ability on the park And if you've been brutally honest Children looking for role models uh, You know, football's not necessarily their first port of call
2: o one four one nine five one one zero two five. Thank you to John in quote bridge on Twitter. Anthony says it looks like the complacency that had set in at Celtic has been put behind us. As for Hearts, I did tweet you that they would drop points in the coming games. It looks like that elephant up the tree is finally coming down, like I <laughs>
4: predicted. Can, can I tell you something? We, we said exactly the same as the, the fella on Twitter there. We we said the next five games will define Hearts. If it a serious challenge you because I think they've got Aberdeen. Celtic And oh. uh, Hibbs yep. in, in the league And then they also have Celtic In the, the semi-final But I have to say In their defence I've seen enough I, I spoke to a good pal Davy Farrell And I spoke to him in Today in length About hearts And what they have At the table here. Yeah. Power And abundance The boy Herring In the middle Is a decent player Set plays are a major, major threat And I think that's one of the things that Rangers did well Going forward, I think Hearts will still be in the shake-up I, On like Twitter, sorry
2: Hugh, I was just going to say On Twitter, at Clyde SSB Because I'm going to, we're going to hear from Craig Levine a bit later on Kenny Weir says that Daniel Candeus was man of the match yesterday Followed closely by John Flanagan
4: oh, well, I have to Go say, you with say that, that, Alex? I, Do you know the one thing about Flanagan? It reminds me of a player I used to play at Millwall A boy called Keith Stevens His nickname was Rhino Because when he tackled you, he used to get his arm up And he used to give you the lock, God, and he used to smash you and he was a proper team player And the one thing about this boy is he's got street Now, so the old days where he, he blocks people off, he's driving But I think he's been a brilliant addition, uh, John Flanagan But for me, it was a boy Kent He brings something totally different to all the other Rangers players When they're breaking mm. forward at pace and things And I said this to you in the office prior to it My only criticism is I would love him to get a shot off from 25 yards But
3: just in terms of hearts before we leave the subject I'll be very interested to see how they do in their next league game Because they went there They gave away bad goals There's no point in Craig Levine saying do You know, I'd like to play that game over again Because you can't There are no. no second chances You came, you saw, you blew it So I'd be interested to see What, if anything It has taken out of them Aberdeen in their to. next game Aberdeen yeah, yeah. John's a
2: Celtic fan from Clyde Bank What pleased you most about that performance yesterday, John? Tom Rogic. Yeah, I know a lot of people were looking for him to come back to his old creative ways, weren't
7: they? He, he came he, he came good. And see that caller that, that was talking about Scott Brown? And See still Stilton played Colmarna? Like Scott Brown was coming into his own penalty box to pick the, the ball up. That didn't happen yesterday. We pushed. We pushed up. And I see what he was trying to say, but as Hugh said, you get what you wish for, it's dangerous mm. to Scott Brown, is that? Is a good 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 play for Celtic
3: Football I think in terms of Rogic In a World Cup year It can Take players Who have participated In the World Cup A while To get going again In the new Domestic season And I suspect That might have been The case with Rogic But again Like James Forrest Yesterday He came alive again And this is the, the Rogic that people Remember From the last Two seasons And why Celtic Put him on A five year extension To his contract Ten minutes into the game Celtic suddenly remembered what they were like and they delivered a magnificent performance for the next 80 minutes and Rogic was high on that list although I don't think anyone surpassed Forrest. John, are you one of these guys that sometimes criticises
2: James Forrest or are you very much a Forrest fan?
7: Never criticised James Forrest I think he's been a whipping boy for years and when anything goes wrong they point at him for some reason but to me, he, he doesn't hide as well. He does a lot of work coming back. and But he's the whipping boy. The Celtic players, but yesterday he was unplayable. He was unplayable yesterday. Yeah, it was great to watch their team. But this is my whole whole point. See, on the Saturday, Aberdeen and Hibs stepped up to the mark and blew their opponents away. And then I, I'm in Perth and my pals are, and I Ibrox start texting me. They were like Real Madrid, were like Barcelona, etc. The league came alive at the weekend, I, I believe.
3: I think the, the potential for that was there and had been seen uh, in the previous weeks. It's just that some people didn't want to recognise that fact. Some people were almost offended by the concept of competition returning. But competition is alive and well and it's with us. And for that, we have to thank Hibs and Hearts and Kilmarnock and Celtic and Rangers. We're going to hear from
2: Craig Levine and Tommy right next So get your calls in On both of those games yesterday 0141 951 1025
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to thompsons.com
2: it's Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray Who join me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard You can join us on the phones Or you can tweet us At Clyde SSB uh, Stephen Ray's done just that He says Alfredo was class again He defo shut up a few callers From last week Slagging him off Kent is unreal at times Title race is defo on Let's get straight back to the phone lines Andrew is a Rangers fan from Mount Vernon What did you take away from the weekend Andrew? Yes yeah, hello panel
8: I've been on a couple of times recently Just about this Year's League and the contest etc I'd like to just ask you what he thinks was the more important uh, or more significant rather result yesterday Uh, the victory for Rangers against Hearts at Ibrox uh, they were up against it or uh, the fact that Celtic did the 6-0 against Johnston against the backdrop of a poor start to the league season I don't want to take anything away from Celtic's 6-0 victory but that's a team that defended so very poorly also Shipped five goals uh, against Rangers. And I just wondered what, what the panel thought was the most significant result of where the league might pan out.
2: Well, That's a
3: good question. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, but uh, you know there's a league race on now because we're into My Dad's Bigger Than Your Dad. Uh, I think the results were of equal significance. Oh, come on, pick one. No, no, I'm about <laughs> to explain myself. Uh, and you can't be bullied <laughs> into these things. Uh, they were of equal significance because Rangers took the league leaders. With all of the talk of if Rangers lose, they will be 11 points behind and we'll, we'll be questioning Stephen Gerrard and so on and so forth. Rangers took that challenge head on and they were comprehensive winners against Hearts. Celtic, as Andrew said, coming off the back of a poor result and performance uh, against Salzburg and with people saying they're not the same team that they once were, went to St Johnston. And, you know, they scored six goals. They could and should have a 10. So for me, they are results of equal significance. They, they mean to me that with Hearts now only three points ahead of Celtic, five points ahead of Rangers, that in the coming weeks, we are going to find four or five teams going for it. Some will not have the durability to last. And for me... The only two who will have the durability to take it all away will be Celtic and Rangers
4: Yeah listen I think uh, there were very important results I think Celtic were uh, on the back of the European exploits uh, I, I firmly expected Celtic to win yesterday I didn't think there would be any problems at all uh, I've seen St Johnson a couple of weeks ago They were rather poor Um Go but on, go on, go not, on. Not, tell, no, I'm going to be honest. with Tell, you.
3: tell the truth. What did you say in the newsroom? You said that when I said Celtic would win four-one.
4: No, I actually, I actually felt as if that I says I thought four was a bit uh, extravagant. You
3: said you thought Hugh was deluded. And oh, was I that,
4: don't was mind that, that the right yeah, word? Was, yeah, was, was it? Yeah, but I, but I did say that Celtic would win. I says it on the show as well. With I thought they'd win relatively comfortable Hugh, but I thought four might have been a bit. Extravagant But going back to the The caller's point For me I felt as if the Rangers result And I know there'll be people clamouring. I expected you to say that And the reason I come, I come up To that conclusion Hugh is If Rangers had lost that yesterday There'd be people on this show Saying Season's finished mm. There was more pressure on Rangers To get a result yesterday Than there was in Celtic
3: I would counter that by saying If Celtic Had slipped up A draw At Perth Or A defeat People would have said There you are Told you There's a split in the dressing room They're not the team they once were They can't play without Brown in the side And so on and so forth I know we have A league race now Because Everybody's dad's bigger Than everybody else's dad And we're all into it And we haven't had that For years <laughs> And that's why Competition is alive and well And living in Scotland
4: That's why we're loving it here, not it? Yeah Final word to you Andrew Yes I think this
3: season is a fantastic league And the fans
8: are thoroughly enjoying the matches. Six goals for Hibs, four for Aberdeen. I think the next round of matches, she was exactly right at the top of the show. We actually are wishing, there's not an international break this weekend, but the next round of matches will be very significant. Hearts against Aberdeen, uh, Celtic against uh, Hibernian, and that will really uh, show just exactly where we're at as we end the first mm. Uh, third of the matches, so to speak, so an exciting league, I think, for everybody yeah, and yeah, Andrew
3: bang, joining. It's a it's a four furlong race for me, I and mean, when you get the first nine games out of the way, we'll see how everyone's placed at the end of the first furlong, and then there'll be three other furlongs after that. But for me, only two clubs have the durability to take it all the way. To April May time And those two clubs Are Celtic and Rangers Andrew it was Ryan Kent The
2: the, the player that caught Alex's eye More than the rest what, what about you If you had to pick one Who stood out for you yesterday
8: Right well, I've watched every match For Rangers this season Been at Ibrox for all of them And I have to say that The change And the, the approach From Daniel Candias Is unbelievable uh, This is a player That was signed By uh, Coutinho And He's just doing a remarkable job His His Pace, his attitude, everything that he's doing on the field uh, for the assists, even with Morella, he's tying up well with him, and I'm really uh, excited about that partnership
2: as the as the week goes on. Similarities really between the assists yesterday, Alex, and the assists on Thursday night, purely in that he's the one who goes and wins the ball back off the opposition. So it's, you know you, you tend to associate wingers with. The final ball But sometimes there's a bit of work To be done before that
4: I think that's one of the The things that you have From a modern winger Gordon That you have to track back They have to put their thing But You know I think the key thing For for the Rangers Going into these games Gordon is The pace in which they break it And I think you've seen that Against Candice He clears the ball on Thursday night He's out and then he's tackling the guy And then he has a bit of invention To back it Into Morelis' path he did that again yesterday, recognised when press, pressed I think this is a theme by Rangers Gordon They're pressing really high up And like the games in which they've dropped off They've looked really average Let's
2: hear from Craig Levine after yesterday's game
9: I'm proud of the players, the way they, they knuckled down and, uh, and went for the whole 90 minutes uh, Didn't give up Kept pushing, kept trying their best to play and create chances And on the other hand um, I'm disappointed that we gifted um, Rangers goals early in the match and didn't score when we had guilt-edged opportunities. So, uh, quite happy with some things and, and not so with with others. Yeah, we just got it wrong. And, uh, you know, we've worked that particular situation quite well in the past, so you've got to take it on the chin. Um, we just one player didn't come out. And that is for me, it's a gift. And, uh, you know, I thought we... If we didn't gift Rangers the first two goals, then I think we're... The, the stats say we're we're in the game, and, uh, and that includes thirty-five or forty minutes with with uh, with ten men. And uh, you well know, I'd like I'd like to play that game, no game again, again. In all honesty, because I think <laughs> it would have been a different outcome.
2: Hugh's still shaking his head. You've already made your feelings clear that you can't play the game
3: again. We we get that, but Alex, oh, go on then. One other point okay. he said. Go on, Hugh. He said if we didn't gift Rangers the first two goals, the stats say we're in the game. What? What does that mean? Well to to be fair To Craig Levine Alex You can
2: kinda see What it means In the sense that Hearts lost the game But they played okay In spells They created some good chances absolutely And there's no getting away from it They certainly played a part In their own downfall When you look at the goals they lost Particularly the first one
4: Yeah the first one Sets the tone Gordon And it's interesting Have you ever seen anything
2: like that I mean just watching it back To
4: to be honest with you Gordon I've actually been in teams In which you say The very first free kick Will step up And we'll get them thinking about it And and that's it But so you all have to be in sync What I want to do now Is I want to give the linesman Great credit Because There was three players Stood offside Morelos was a couple of yards Onside at that time and to see that it could be very easy for him to just put the flag up So I'd like to commend him in actually getting a decision spot on Particularly when there's lots of bodies But come back to Craig Levine's point If you got every manager that lost a game at the weekend And you said <laughs> How do you think Most of them would like to go over it again Because they can recognise where they've went wrong Like you know the, the Ick who fallen asleep and not come out quick enough The second goal it, it kills me I, mean, I see a left back like uh, the boy Mitchell Trying to play out for the back, and he's he's a last line of defence. It's Mickey Mouse stuff, and I can understand Craig Levine's frustration because they did play a big part within mm. the game, and they could have got a goal uh, for McGregor.
2: Scott's a Celtic fan from Burn Mullock. What's on your mind tonight, Scott?
7: Right, guys. Um, I just I, I thought we played really, really well. Just watching the game, uh, I thought we really, really played really well. But James Forrest in a good game. I'm no James Forrest's biggest fan, by the way. So um, I'm not going to go too overboard. The problem was no domestically. We won the last eight titles. My problem was wait Thursday night's performance. To be fair, um, I know Scott Brown wasn't there. We brought in other guys. I thought they'd been good enough to get a result, at least a draw, on Thursday night. And I, I find I had to be motivated. One game again with one good game against Rangers. And then we had three or four poor games. Lost to Colmar, Drop again. Get beaten in Europe. Then we won against the St. John's side that somebody else already pointed out. was five goals to Rangers. Um, so I, I'm not going to go overboard about it I just think probably the biggest plus my life Was Tom Rodgick again I think somebody else mentioned that Rodgick's performance His passing uh, was sublime And I think it was Alex said Something about James Forrest Being a lot further forward That's one criticism I've had Since they got under Brendan's leadership is the, two, the two wide players Play far too far back By the time they've got up the park They're exhausted Well exhausted but If you're doing that run 60-70 yard run constantly It must wear on you eventually I just think that If you allow The forward players To play forward Instead of having to chase back All the time Maybe we'd get that type Of performance more often
3: How do you explain Six trophies One in a row?
7: Sure I've just just said i just said that I'm not Scotland we, We do it domestically There's no problem With domestically But If we're not a Champions League team We need to at least be
3: A Europa League team well, or what is the point? You can't uh, lay that one at Brendan Rodgers' doorstep Because if I said to you And this has not beat the pundit yet But if I said to you How many times have Celtic won away from home In their last 43 European matches in all competitions? How many times? Twice. Go on, just tell us
7: Twice Twice, Twice. Scott knows. Yeah. yeah
3: Twice So you better take that back to Martin O'Neill And all the managers that came after him then Because uh, it's not a Brendan Rodgers failing It's a it's a club failing What about Scott's other
2: point Alex On Tom Rogic I mean the, th- yeah. the the Three goals of James. Three of the four James Forrest scores Comes from A 1-2 with Tom Rogic And every one of them Perhaps a bit more surprisingly A right footed pass from Tom Rogic
4: Yeah listen it, it, Hugh's right He's actually come back With a bit of a hangover From the World Cup He hasn't really got his season up And running as such But yesterday Obviously just seen the highlights But when you've got a guy Who's willing to run Beyond Hugh you And you're just Bouncing passes Rogic has that Kind of football intelligence He sees that And he's just picking passes uh, And I'm not trying To take anything away from you I thought St. Johnson Defensively at times Were all over the place Because once he does A give and go He's literally Bearing down and goal uh, So from a St. Johnson Point of view You're looking to try And defend these better Hugh have a lot yeah. more compact And as you said At the top of the show Having seen some of the footage It could have been Double figures So there's yeah. something Not quite right yeah. there But uh, the interesting thing, Going back to Scott's point, just to, uh, a, a week or two ago, one of the, the the pundits on the show, Scott, said that they may as well give up the Europa League and concentrate on the 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 title. What's your stance on that, Scott? Because uh, for me, I, I think Celtic should be competing, trying to at least get out of this section.
7: Well, my, my stance was that as we played St. Johnson four times a season, probably we played Rangers four times, Aberdeen four times, D United four times. For me, the Europa League is a chance to see. Different players if you're, if you're lucky enough To be able to afford To go to European games Away from home A chance to go to Different grounds That's what it's all for me. The run to Seville Well I was lucky to get To two or three games I leave the home in Seville And uh, The the breath of fresh air It puts in You get fed up Going to the same grounds Week in Week out Month in Month out Same as the players must do So if you want to attract players You need to be playing in Europe if we don't play in Europe We'll get the likes of Scott Sinclair We won't get guys like Tom Rogers We won't get guys like that So for me it's a must Not only for To break the monotony Of the same thing Week in week out But also for The players
2: as well Okay Thank you Scott Let's hear from Tommy Wright He's not willing to apologise He had a bit of An an angry altercation Shall we say With a fan at full time But he admits that They were shocking In the heavy defeat to Celtic He says it's disappointing That they Actually started the game On the front foot In the opening minutes uh, But then says They were bullied after that
10: I think, Believe it or not We started the game okay Just kept giving the ball away And Didn't make a tackle Couldn't cope with for us, totally tore apart. Biggest disappointment is I'll have to look through all the goals. Obviously, a lot of the times we gave the ball away when we shouldn't. Celtic countered on us with pace, power, and ruthlessness. And but for Zander, it probably could have been more. We further him. Second half, they knuckled down and and made sure it um, didn't reach double figures, which it could have. Superbly a wee bit with a
9: punter behind the dugouts as well.
10: Aye, I have no apologising for it. If he wants to have a goal, prepared to take a goal back. think I've done enough here. think the players have done enough here. I always thought a definition of support was support the team and get behind the team and not shout drunken comments. But listen, I'm no way apologising. Absolutely certainly no chance.
3: And it's quite rate... Right. Uh, it is my understanding, based on an eyewitness who was there, that the fan was escorted from the ground eventually by stewards because he was making such a nuisance of himself, and not just towards the St Johnstone manager. Um, Tommy Wright yesterday celebrated the fact that he surpassed by one game the number of matches in charge of the club held by Willie Ormond. Now he was the the, the most legendary St Johnstone manager prior to. Tommy Wright, he then went on to manage Scotland and took us to the World Cup in '74. But Tommy Wright has now managed St Johnston more than Willie Ormond, has won the club their only major trophy in their entire existence. And if they had a rank bad day, which they did have, and if they have started the season poorly, which they have done, it's still no excuse for antisocial behaviour. And now you may have seen reports Coming from south of the border Yesterday
2: morning Suggesting that Brendan Rodgers Could be a target for Aston Villa Well obviously he was asked about that Following the game yesterday And you can hear his answer next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to thompsons.com
2: it's Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard on Twitter at ClydeSSB. Uh, a few of you paying tribute to the players in your team who you felt caught the eye at the weekend. Paddy says uh, he thought the energy levels of Callum McGregor in the holding role really showed that uh, maybe we should allow Brown to rotate for the big games. And it keeps the energy up in midfield Speaking about energy Scott McFarlane says Two thirds of the world is covered with water And the rest is covered by Daniel Candeas. So (laughs) there we go He's obviously happy with the old work rate I'll tell you who was happy (laughs) at the weekend Alex Hugh Keevans Why is that? He's got a new nickname I was here Yeah I know
4: But I have to say Aka Shug. Shug.
2: (laughs) Now listen If you've been listening to this show For a long time You will know That Hugh Keevans is Hopeless That's fair isn't it absolutely At at predicting That's almost kind At at predicting the outcome Of football matches He has been Rubbish at it For year after year After year Finally His big moment (laughs) On Saturday Let's remind
3: ourselves Of his predictions On Saturday Would you like me to curse The lot of them Here we go Here we go (laughs) (laughs) Aberdeen To beat St Mirren Kilmarnock to beat Dundee Hibbs to beat Hamilton Muddle Livingston to be a draw oh. And Ross County to beat Partick Tissel Every single one correct Every Take a bow Mr Keeves. Maserati I
4: have to say Because uh, on the way out the studio We're 2-0 down uh, Man United And I said they would come back You, So I'm trying to ah, get c- catch
2: up
3: This, this, is, this is Hughes' moment <laughs> <on, laughs> Talk us through it How did it feel? Well I was so excited I thought I'll go in tomorrow And I'll give the scoreline from Rangers, Hearts and St. John's and Celtic So I've gone 3-1 Rangers Mm. and 4-1 Celtic And well You close I was close Mm.
2: Right Hugh, when we came into the studio yesterday There were stories coming from England regarding the fact that Brendan Rodgers may or may not be a target for Aston Villa Now he was obviously asked about it after the game as you would expect He reiterated his happiness at the club Um and hear the the rest of what he had to say on that topic.
6: Linked to numbers of things, and, and I am sure you know. Obviously, when clubs need a manager, mm. there is always um, probably a raft of names mentioned. But uh, no, it, it's a huge club; it's a Premier League club. great facilities. Have said it before. When young Joma again was gone, it's brilliant support base, big history. Uh, but I am sure they they will know who they they want to go in there. Um, got a great job here very exciting challenge uh, this season and I'm loving every second of it so uh, so yeah you can't rule me out because I've never been asked but for me it's one where I'm I'm really happy
2: I love about these situations Hugh Mm -hmm. because for every person who says see he's happy forget it move on he's happy someone else will say ah but he didn't rule himself out (laughs) so you can't
3: win you know no you can't Uh, and he's a big boy and he knows what he's getting himself into here uh, his name has been linked But however Thierry Henry has had discussions with Aston Villa John Terry has retired from football On the understanding That he's going to join Thierry Henry at Villa Park And if that doesn't work out Apparently they're interested in Roberto Martinez Who took Belgium to the semi-finals Of the World Cup So Stan Petrov Former Celtic and Aston Villa player Has thrown his name into the ring as well I think, ultimately, it will not be Brendan Rodgers. There will not be an approach to Celtic. I think Villa see themselves going somewhere else and I also think it would be incredible. I do understand what he says about the big club, big fan base, big ground there, great atmosphere, big history. I understand all that. I think it would be astonishing if Brendan Rodgers left Celtic mid-season and I do not believe that will happen.
4: Yeah, listen. I think it's. uh I think he's here for at least till the summer, Gordon. I was. I was debating this earlier on with a couple of my friends, and uh, one of the things is you never know what's actually going on at Celtic. You know, there's been a bit of discontent with we, 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 the signing policy and things. And this is we don't know what it is, but it's clear that he wanted to get one or uh-huh. two signings. Yep. I was saying about the the my former club and the type of money that they can spend, Gordon, in the space of eighteen months, a couple of transfer windows. Over £110 million here. Oh. If he got assurances And this is a thing It's all so hypothetical I'm not trying to say That he's going to go If he got assurances Of that type of money That's a different playground Which allows you to do Certain things Depending on what his mood is At Celtic He may well be Absolutely delirious at Celtic And he wants to stay For the next 10 years But you never know Until you're actually As he says Offered What's on the plate
3: And remember you know, There was speculation before And Dermot Desmond Said And I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. here he said, "I can't tie him to the club. I can't tie his hands behind his back." Uh, so Dermot Desmond would understand that uh, somebody might one day come asking for permission to speak to Brendan Rogers. So there are so many factors at play in a situation like this.
2: Hugh, and maybe I'm simplifying it too much, but if you've been at the, the very top end of the English Premier League with with Liverpool, uh-huh. and then your next job, you go and you win every domestic trophy, going, you're probably
3: Hoping slash expecting To go back into the top flight Of English football Sure you, know? you are, yeah But there's a word that covers Everything now And it's project uh, And Brendan Rodgers Mentioned it yesterday The Aston Villa It's a terrific project uh, the, the, In other words The guy who can get Aston Villa Out of that division And into the Premier League Will be a hero He'll get lots of money Thrown at him To buy new players And uh, Villa Park Will be full Every second week mm-hmm. So it is a project But I I cannot say what will happen in the summertime, but I would be astonished if Brendan Rodgers left Celtic mid season. George is a Rangers fan from Rutherglen.
2: What about the performance yesterday, George?
11: i really pleased with the first half. Just just before I again, I might have heard wrong there, Celtic are on seven or eight, aren't they?
3: Yeah, they they the caller said eight. They said I eight get ahead, get, yeah. get
11: ahead of he also, put, um, he
3: also put Dundee United Into the Premiership And they haven't been there For two years so.
11: Oh right okay Maybe it was the other way He was about Back in the 60s um, what, what it is Is um, I've actually picked up Something with Alec And just see what you think About this Alec Obviously Rangers Had the exploits On Thursday night And you probably agree It's it's a lot harder mm-hmm. To win a game uh, The efforts Than are when, when, uh, losing You know So maybe that's why Celtic put in a Really good performance For the full 90 minutes the Rangers were maybe blue of steam, you know, for for the last 40 minutes of the the game that we played on Sunday. So my my thinking about that is was it was actually maybe part of the plan by Gerard was to get the game done as quickly as possible, and then maybe take the foot off the gas a bit because I think if Rangers were getting into that game in the 70-75 minute needing goals to win it, I think we would have been in trouble because we did look like we were a bit lethargic, and I think that was part of the game plan. So I think, as much as you're saying, there was a lot of things wasted. I yeah. think we done the job that we were supposed to do, and that was to beat Hearts so at 90 minutes.
4: George, I'm not trying to belittle the actual result. It was a massive result for for Rangers. Going back to your point in terms of. The last couple of the games in which I've seen Rangers in the flesh They have come out the traps flying They try and get at teams particularly in, in the early parts of the game They've scored goals against Dundee, St Johnstone, Ayr And then obviously The home uh, games certainly yeah, are following up. Uh, yeah that I'm just pattern, talking about yeah. the home games uh, So uh, they, they come out the traps particularly well uh, In terms of the goals I think the goals actually fell into their lap as well You couldn't even legislate for someone falling asleep uh, the defender make the mistake but this is all because of the way that Rangers approach the game and fin the off uh, listen and, and in terms of the wastefulness when you get down to that spare man because of Ibrox being so big I, think, I thought there was an opportunity to really put Hearts to the sword and make a really big statement if Rangers would have went on and won 5, 6, 7 yesterday because I thought it was there to, to be had uh, because what they, they changed their shape Hearts in the second half to a 3 Uh, And then push one forward If they could have utilised that space further forward And that extra man And took care I felt as if they were coming A really, really big result for Rangers yesterday
3: I mean, again I offer you proof Of this being back to the old-fashioned days Because we're now getting supporters Suggesting why Celtic were the way they were In relation to Rangers (laughs) And why Rangers were the way they were In relation to the first half and the second half Listen Two good results yesterday Mm. Uh, league leaders went to Ibrooks With the chance of going 11 points clear of Rangers And if they hadn't lost two goals They still have been in the game But the, 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 the tragedy was They lost two goals uh, And then Celtic Who had come off A bad European result Performance went up Were terrific for 80 minutes Scored six Should have had ten And were off and running folks Off and running indeed Thank you very much to
2: George In Rotherglen I think that pretty much Takes us up to time for this the pundit with
0: goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday.
2: Beat the Pundit that time of the night where you come on here, show off your football knowledge, take on Hugh Evans or Alex Ray, and perhaps win yourself a signed ball. If you fancy it tonight, you need to pick up the phone right now or very soon. 0141-951-1025 because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock if you fancy tonight's beat the pundit. 0141-951-1025.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation You deserve Talk to thompsons.com
2: Hugh Evans And Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard One of the big Football stories of the day Is the fact that Lee Griffiths Has withdrawn from The Scotland squad He wants to focus On his own fitness So he, he's not unfit He obviously played For Celtic yesterday He's not injured But he's pulled out Of the Scotland squad Ahead of the Nations League game Against Israel So give us your thoughts On that please, 0141-951-1025. And we'll get to that after this. Beat the Pundit.
0: With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday.
2: Hugh Evans has been on fine form with his predictions over the weekend. How will his Beat the Pundit form be? He's gonna well either he or Hugh, will be or Alex, I should say, will be up against Stuart from Bishopton. How are you, Stuart?
11: Very well thank you, how are
2: yeah, you? I'm good thanks, have you played before?
11: No, actually first time calling So uh, I thought it would always be to make a point But obviously it's going against the pundits
2: Well listen, this could this could be the start of a lifelong relationship Stuart If you enjoy it you can come back on another time and make a point That sound alright? Sounds good to me Good man, Right, I'm going to toss the coin uh, If it's heads you're up against Hugh If it's tails you're up against Alex And it's heads It's Akashug you're up against So let's give him some Clyde 2 in his ear So that he doesn't know what you're saying Stuart And I'll get the clock up and running 30 seconds head to head The secret is you can pass Remember that Here is your chance to beat the pundit Are you ready? Go for it How many goals did James Forrest Score against St Johnson yesterday? Four Which Scottish Highland League team Are on minus 8 points? Rora Rangers Uh, Who has been named Premiership Manager of the Month in Scotland? Craig Levine Which year of the 80s Did Dundee United win the Scottish top flight? 86 Stevie Aitken has left Which Scottish club as manager? Three. which club has won the third most Scottish Cups third planet. and how many points do Rangers have in the Premiership I think we've just got time for that one 14 okay Hugh Kevins can you hear me I can you ready okay Right, same set of questions to you time starts now how many goals did James Forrest score against Four. St Johnson yesterday which Scottish Highland League team are on minus 8 points Fort William Who's been named Premiership Manager of the Month in Scotland? Gary Holt. In which year of the 80s did Dundee United win the Scottish top flight? 83. Stevie Aitken has left which Scottish club Dunbarton. as manager? Who has won the third most Scottish Cups? Hearts. How many points do Rangers have in the Premiership? 13. Uh, and name any team still undefeated in the Scottish professional leagues. Quick. Hearts. No! Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Right, let's go through them. Uh, Stuart, he sounded as if he was informed tonight, didn't he? He did. This could go either way, to be fair. Yeah, I right. think he might just have it, unfortunately. Yeah, let's go through them. How many goals did James Forrest score against St Johnson yesterday? It was four. A wee easy one to kick us off. You both got that right. One all. Which Scottish Highland League team are on minus eight points? It is Fort William. There's a reason you know that,
3: though. Uh, well,. My wife is from there yeah. So I, I knew you had I a vested to, interest In that follow, part of the world have to follow The fortunes It's not going too For, well To be fair is it Misfortune, misfortune.
2: misfortune. Yeah. Uh, So 2-1 to Hugh Keevans It then became 3-1 Gary Holt Premiership Manager of the Month It then became 4-1 Dundee United won it in 83 It became 5-1 Stevie Aitken has just left Dumbarton Uh Onto the question 6 It was which club has won The third most Scottish Cups? Alex, Queen's Park It is Queen's Park oh. uh, So it stays 5-1 to Hugh um, On to the next one How many points the Rangers have In the Premiership 14 Stuart You got that right You said 13 didn't <laughs> yeah, you Yeah I did uh, So Stuart pulls one back 5-2 But unfortunately That was where his journey ended uh, You had the chance To stretch your lead Hugh But you couldn't take it Any team that's still Undefeated in the SPFL In
4: the SPFL
2: Across all the divisions You had the choice Inverness Broth Wraith Rovers Arbroath that no, no, They were all options You had to pick one. <laughs> oh, wow uh, Right so In the end up then That was a, a 5 for Hugh And a 2 for you Stuart Hard lines
11: I think it's going to have to be Alex Ray next time yeah, I, think,
2: I think you might be right
4: Thanks very much
2: We can. <laughs> I'm sure we can tempt you back on to, to make a footballing point next time That sound ok Brilliant. Cheers guys Good night. You, Stuart That was Stuart in Bishopton What a weekend The old fella Honestly I got in a bit of trouble For calling you the old fella On Twitter oh, I don't know uh, if you saw this I, 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 I do not object to that at all I, mean, I was I was lavishing him with praise for his predictions. I said the old fella, he's finally got one right. And one tweeter hit back saying I should show a bit more humility uh, 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 for the for the role that Hugh Keavenes has played in making this show an
3: institution. When Derek Johnson telephones me,
2: I know it more than most. Don't yeah, you worry?
3: Yeah. When Derek Johnson telephones me, he always be, begins by saying, oh, oh, "Old boy? fellow." Honestly, I never was... ever calls him by my name. There we are, well I'm glad you gave me the all clear to call you old fella From now on, I,
2: I, I knew you wouldn't mind anyway That was Beat the That's Pundit all. Same number if you want to get through and talk football with us Um, What about this one today then? So Lee Griffiths pulls out of the Scotland squad mm. That in itself is not entirely unusual Hugh Evans players pull out injured regularly Yeah. The difference this time is he's not exactly injured He played yesterday But what he says is that he wants to focus on his fitness and therefore is is not, is not taking part in the forthcoming Scotland games One of which is that competitive one against Israel
3: Yeah uh, Now we know that uh, recently Lee Griffiths uh, has taken umbrage at the fact that he can't get into the Scotland team ahead of Stephen Naismith We know because Alec McLeish has told us that he tried to call Lee Griffiths And he felt uh, that Lee Griffiths' refusal to take his calls was a snub Now I don't know, but Lee Griffiths' his phone I don't know how he uses it, when he uses it You don't even know about your own phone No, so. no, no I, I, Go on, use the, the oh, one yes. that I used oh,
2: And I didn't even do that deliberately I've got another golden Hugh <laughs> Keevans Nokia story for you Alex, you and I, normal functioning humans who have iPhones When we want to, you know, you send a little face And it's got crying with yes. laughter or a thumbs up, whatever it may be What would you call that thing? It's an icon Oh, he's blown it as well An, an emoji. emoji An emoji Sorry. Uh, uh, how, did, how did you pronounce it uh, earlier? An emoji <laughs> He says to me I've been texting Jerry Britton And he's just sent me an emoji And they, of course they don't show up on your Nokia yeah. either It just comes up as some
3: sort of symbol yeah. That cannot be accessed Seems that was a square for some reason but An anyway, emoji he said Brilliant uh, Sorry carry so, on Lee so Griffiths Lee, Lee Griffiths telephone I don't know whether he was snubby Alec MacLeish or not But As I said at the start of the programme If he says he wants to withdraw to focus on his fitness, I can't disprove that. I can't say, oh no, he's gone off in a huff. I can't disprove that. Peter Grant, the uh, uh, assistant manager, said today that he and Alex have no issues. Yeah, we're going to hear that in a second. Uh, So, if you want to prove that he has withdrawn from the squad... For reasons other than the ones That he stated in his statement Then you're going to have to prove it
4: Sure can I just uh, we, we can't prove it But we're obviously going to debate it Now see if you've played five games In the bounds And you've featured in other games I would imagine that your fitness In terms of Unless you're carrying a knock Of some description That would be mo- something Totally different Gordon Whether you know You have to see the medical team Who are going to guide you Through the, the next fortnight uh, For the game against um, Hibs So It'll be interesting to see what his fitness Because That doesn't wash for me It doesn't hurt You know Because yeah. the thing is If you've played five You've started five games It's not as if you're playing Ten minutes and you're saying I need to do a catch up here Get myself my season up and running This is a guy that scored three goals In the last six games So you know there No point through Over the last couple of weeks Have people been going He's fitness He's just not look At the at the races So I, I don't know Where it's there I'm not trying to Because I don't know The background Whether it's He has snubbed him Or whether he's not happy with Alex Or whether he is happy with Alex So I just find it hard to, to take that mm. someone's saying it's for fitness.
2: Well, give us your thoughts on this, then. 1419511025 nine five one one zero two five. We'll hear Scotland assistant Peter Grant. He says there, there's no hidden reasons. He says you know that the statement he released this afternoon about being based and trying to get back to fitness. That that's fine with him. He says maybe he wasn't in the right frame of mind to play for his country, and says it can be easy uh, to be affected uh, by what people are saying. Absolutely
12: not. We're aware of the situation, really And to be fair to the kid, he's been honest and Alex had a great conversation with him and we're very pleased with the way things that we've spoken to Celtic, obviously Celtic spoke to us as well we understand the player, you know, we have no problems whatsoever but it's definitely not huffing that was always our concern, that that's the way it was going to come out after the game the players explained the situation and we're ha- very, very happy with that and Alex is very happy, Spoke spoken to Lee at length and um, we're very, very comfortable as the player is well I think if you see the critics he's getting you know about what he looks like. What he doesn't look like at certain times. You know, I think sometimes in your mind, you know, you start listening to that, and you start seeing it, and you start reading it. You know, and if the player feels uncomfortable with that at this moment in time, he feels he's not in the right um, straight mind, as they would say. You know, to go and perform at the highest level, and if that's down to fitness or whatever, fantastic. Some players just go through it and just go on with it. But if you feel you've got an issue and you've got to deal with it, and he's doing the right thing, if he feels he has where he is we would rather he done that. You know, than come away and not be available and moping about, maybe not feeling sorry for yourself, scared to say to anybody, I feel this way or that way. We think it's very, very important for him that he feels good in his own skin. And as I say, we support him 100%, and he will definitely be part of Scotland in the future, that's for sure.
2: John is in Cumbernauld. What do you make of this then, John?
12: Hi there. Uh,
13: Hello. Hi, John. John. Oh, yeah, sorry. The the point that I was about to make, he's just been through most of it. It was just in regards to the reasons why he decided to pull out of the squad, Mm -hmm. to work on his fitness. Well, if he had to work on his fitness and he wasn't fit, then he wouldn't be playing for Celtic. So I don't think Brendan Rodgers is a title manager that plays players, that maybe if they're carrying a little knocker or whatever, whatever, he just leaves them out. And I think also when he he played against Belgium and done nothing really, but we could have played the rest of that team and Ronaldo, and Ronaldo would still have done nothing as well. And then he drops him for the next game. And then he makes it public that he's tried to phone the player and that the player has uh, snubbed him or whatever. manager shouldn't be doing that. That should be kept in private. Why is he making that public? And I think Griffiths himself is out of order as well, uh, apparently. Because I don't have Twitter, I'm like you, I don't have Twitter or anything like that. But I've heard from another media uh, source that he partly liked to tweet. There, obviously, some ignorant. I'm a Celtic fan, but I'm not an ignorant Celtic fan. Uh, an ignorant Celtic fan had a go at McLeish for for dropping him and also dropping uh, James Forrest as well. And James Forrest didn't like to tweet, but Griffiths liked to tweet. I think there's definitely something there. That they, that either they they, they they don't get on Or he mm. definitely Didn't like McLeish I don't think McLeish Has a problem with him I just doesn't Think he He thinks he's Like Gordon Stratton Before him I just don't think He's, he's
3: I think he's first of all I think first of all As Alec knows Players play with Knox all the time mm-hmm. uh, So You know It's not accurate To say that He's been in the Celtic team Therefore He, he doesn't have Any injury concerns Players play with Knox all the time Um but yeah but the assumption would be I think where John's coming from then If it's a knock you can play for Celtic with It would be a knock you could play for Scotland with But in Griffith's case People have alluded to his weight For example No one's actually came out and said He looks overweight to me But people have alluded to that And his fitness in getting around the park uh, Has been looked at And I think Griffith's has thought Well I've got a fortnight And then I want to get into this Celtic team Beside Eduard, as they were yesterday at Perth Uh, And I think he's taken this fortnight out uh, To address that problem And you know at the back of his mind Yes he may think Stephen Naismith will get in ahead of me anyway But I do think that he's taken a fortnight out To work And we'll know right away If he hasn't been working
2: Because it'll be self-evident To be fair Alex You can completely understand Why it might not sit well With fans like John Or anyone else But listening to Peter Grant there He is saying On behalf of the Scotland management team They are absolutely fine With this situation then there's no problem there
4: Yeah absolutely I think Peter came across Rather well there He was basically saying Listen we support him We're behind him We've spoken to Celtic all the relevant parties We've spoken to Lee uh, and they're quite happy with it, and I think I've just seen something come up on the sky uh, kind of monitor there, saying that he's hopeful that he will be part of Alex's plans going forward. So everyone seems to be seeing the right things going forward, and, and maybe he does need this uh, fortnight to try and get uh, whatever it is that he's trying to get on top of. Some fans
2: will say they'll Big Al's on saying that you know it's picking and choosing games, and oh. I, I wonder where the balance is because the demands on the modern day footballer. Are great. You know, they they have to play a lot of games. We've heard all the stuff before about, you know, it's a short career, you have to look after your body and all the rest of it. But then there's another mentality which says Scotland play a competitive game against Israel Uh and wouldn't it be nice to have guys who are willing to just run through a big wall and play on
3: one leg if they have to? Uh You can see why some fans see that side of it. I have my suspicion and I can't be any more uh, confident in that Suspicion Because I, I need to Prove things uh, In this day and age I have my suspicion That he's Fed up with Alec McLeish And he's fed up with Stephen Naismith Getting ahead of him The thing is Peter Grant says That's
2: not the case though you know, There's well, no huff uh, again, no, it's, it's
4: okay saying that Gordon But I think everybody uh, I think that's the Elephant in the room Everybody thinks That that's the case You know when You look at the, the Public can of Back and forth Between Alex and and Lee Mm. And it it looks like that From the outside But we As Hugh says We cannot prove that
3: Brendan Rodgers has also Pulled him up uh, At times at Celtic And said It's not just about you You know When he he makes the number one gesture To the fans After he scores a goal uh, And he's done it On more than one occasion And Brendan Rodgers Simply doesn't like it Uh, I think that When he scored two goals Against England at Hampden Lee Griffiths thought I am the man And I should be the man For a Scotland team that's not renowned for scoring goals in the current time So I don't deny the existence of an ego where Lee Griffiths is concerned But I go back to it I can't disagree with the statement that he issued today Because if he says he wants a fortnight off to concentrate on his fitness I can't categorically state, no he doesn't He's just fed up With Alec McLeish You've also got James MacArthur of course Is similar James
2: MacArthur is fit He plays for Crystal Palace At the moment But he's saying You know As it stands Don't pick me for These Scotland games So um, Listen I'm not saying these two cases Are the same Because they they never are But You can totally sympathise With Scotland fans Who think Wouldn't it be nice if everyone just turned up at all times And
3: gave everything Unless they had a genuinely serious injury Which was going to rule them out Yeah uh, But 72 hours before the game in Haifa I think you have to focus on those Who board the plane on Wednesday Uh, We we love an argument in this country (laughs) Uh, It's what we are best at without question But If you're talking about a fully competitive match Against uh, Israel in Haifa Then focus on the guys who are on the plane Final word to you on this one John I
13: just think that uh, I, I, I think there's a lot more to it Than I'm need to work on my fitness For the next two weeks Who's he going to train me? Well I
2: mean there'll be, they be staff at There'll be staff at Lennox Town
13: Obviously but they won't be doing Full training sessions i will have to squad will be away yeah, but if he's it, but being fat
3: fighting he yeah, well, he's fat so. Yeah but if he If he says focus on my fitness Then there are things that you have to do As an individual I've mean, read all the stories About Dedrick Boyata Who's up at Lennox Town at 10, 11, midnight uh, Using the facilities there to improve his fitness As I say we'll know In two weeks time we'll know If he's been putting in the hard yards Because we'll be able to see for ourselves When he plays for Celtic Thank you to John in Cumbernauld It's 0141
2: 951 1025 If you want to get involved A couple of managerial sackings Mm -hmm. Over the weekend as well That's coming up next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to thompsons.com
2: It's time for Hugh Kevens and Alex Ray To tackle the full-time teaser and I'm, you, I'm hot, I'm hot. hot You're on a hot streak, <laughs> I must admit Apart from your uh, use of the word emoji <laughs> Rather <laughs> than emoji, but there we go uh, You can play along on this If you need a pen and paper Go and get one at Clyde SSB If you want to just tweet in some of your thoughts John Smith has sent this one in now. John is a regular contributor to the teaser, and some of his questions are unbelievably difficult. You don't need me to tell you that I wouldn't give you two an unbelievably (laughs) difficult question, but I think this is right up your street, Alex Ray. I'm pointing at you. You can't see it because we're (laughs) on radio, but I'm pointing at you. I think this is right up your street, and you'll see why. Name the 12 players who have scored in this season's English Championship and have played for either Celtic or Rangers. So 12 players have scored in this season's English Championship And they've previously played for Celtic or Rangers Win- Windas. Yes, Josh Windas. Joe Gardner he... Gardner, yes No <sighs> Joe Gardner? He's playing in the Championship He obviously just hasn't scored in it this season
4: <sighs> Right, okay
2: Josh Windas has got one goal for Wigan in the Championship Tell you what, there's someone who's got five goals in the Championship this season Who's played for Celtic or Rangers I mean you'll know all of these names Yeah, no I, doubt I, I, about my it. mind's
4: blank, I'm just I want to work my way through it
2: um... Right, okay, I'll give you some time uh, We're going to talk about Alan Archibald sacking some other managerial casualties this weekend So get your thoughts in on that, 01419511025 But Ian is a Comarnock fan, been hanging on quite some time Ian, what's your point?
14: Good evening, guys. Hello. Uh, and hi to Alec. Alec wouldn't us because uh, you are a great guy in this household. Your photo's up on the wall. You visited my son when he was in the Saint General following brain surgery when you played for Rangers in 2005. So, you know, that was fantastic. And uh, my middle son is a Rangers fan for life and I can't help that. But, uh, <laughs> that's all down to you. But I'm a Kelly fan. Yeah. And couple of points what they make in media terms Kelly don't seem to exist you know on the TV the radio the papers and I can uh, wonder a wee bit why that is because you know well Celtic are third and they haven't beaten Kelly in four games since Stevie Clark came ranges of six Stevie uh, he spoke about high durability you know in the calendar year if you drew up a league table I think Kelly might be top well, three points off the top of the league We go to Ibrox in three games The next two games we've got Are St Marron and Hamilton And I think Stevie Clark's Understated side Just might be Scotland's lesser city What do you think?
2: Well Let's not waste know. too much time here on, on whether they deserve and no whether they're getting the credit they deserve Just credit them Because I think that's
3: fair I think Ian's made a lot of good points there When Stevie Clark was appointed the Kilmarnock manager, I said on this programme, it was Kilmarnock's Brendan Rogers moment because to get a coach of such a high calibre to Rugby Park was a magnificent move on the club's part. And I do think that Kilmarnock have received loads of credit from all sides of the media. Uh, They have not been overlooked at all. The players, Jordan Jones, uh, Brophy, Greg Stewart We're always talking about them Uh, You mentioned that In the, the calendar year Kilmarnock have been durable But it's unfortunately Not one in the calendar year It's one over the season And my point is And I may be wrong And you may be on here When they become Scotland's Leicester City But my point is Only two clubs will have the durability To take this title race To April and May and those clubs will be Celtic and Rangers Now nature of this programme Is that I stand to be corrected And you Ian can come back on If I am wrong But full credit to Kilmarnock Excellent team Um, But I don't think That they can win the league
4: Ian, I, I, listen, I have to say We, we give uh, Kilmarnock Plenty of credit on this show Time after time I think the job that Steve Clark has done is nothing short of miraculous, considering you know the the, the players in which he inherited where they were as a club, and to go toe to toe with the, the old firm, some of the results are on a regular basis. Uh, you know, developing guys like Brophy Jones at the weekend. Uh, so you know they they have to take plenty of credit. They have a very good youth system down there as well. Some uh, some great players coming through there as well And his recruitment's been good If you look at Malumbo last year Young Stuart Finlay as well Has been a brilliant addition for you So you've got a good balance with uh, experience uh, Youth And uh, listen I actually think it's a great job And I actually think it's one of the, the, the good stories Coming out of Scottish football Ian you want to come back in?
14: No no I'm just interested to hear What the, the, the guys thoughts were And, uh, and are true Understated Kelly Way I'll just keep my counsel See where it goes
2: I like Ian's style Thank you to Ian And now that that I've got him off the phone I I can say this without Angering him Because we did get the positives Out the way
3: But talk to me about Jordan Jones at the weekend
4: Oh Uh, 9.5 (laughs) 9.5 Yes you.
3: Yeah yeah he cheated (laughs) Uh, So he'll get a two game ban I think Neil McCann Also took that stance Hugh Well I feel sorry for Neil McCann Because You know Let's imagine That Dundee had not beaten Hamilton the week before, Alec And he had got into that game As uh, the manager with no wins to his name And in fact no points to his name And Jordan Jones had dived And cost him a penalty that cost Dundee the three points You know, in in this day and age Where we watch Alan Archibald, Stevie Aitken Lose their jobs in the last uh, 48 hours The Airdreau manager as well, by the way Uh, Stephen Finlay Remember we got calls about that on Saturday And sure enough So, you know, if a manager's job depends on 90 minutes of football And Jordan Jones has cost you your job And you know that he has cheated Mm. Then, you know, it's a serious offence And I think he he will be dealt with retrospectively by the SPFL SFE I'll let you off both, with it Both of them <laughs> uh,
2: So perhaps, perhaps the most high profile one Certainly in this part of the world Would have been Alan Archibald There's been mm. In fact we saw it We heard it I should say On the phone lines Alan Archibald paid the price for I was going to say a difficult run of form But it's probably more than that isn't it Because Partick got relegated He's been at the club a long time He's he's, yeah. a, he's a legend So these things are always Sort of hard to take Let's get a, a, a feeling of of a, Some of the Partick Thistle fans James Is on Byers Road Very specific Usually we just get the town We've actually got the street this time James was it the right call for you?
15: Hi Gordon Uh, Good evening Hello Hi James Hi
3: there
15: Hi so well First of all uh, I think the writing the The writing was in the cards for Alan But I'd just like to say Thanks for the service By him and Scott Patterson Over the years More good times than bad But I think Some of the things you touched on there It's just not worked out I think it's maybe the best for both parties because you just wonder is he going to have a new club he'll take will take his assets there and then he'll maybe learn new things as well make him a more rounded manager but he served one hell of an apprenticeship for, the, for a manager anyway.
3: You know we talk about players or rather managers who have been swiftly dealt with Alan Stubbs four games four league games anyway at St Mirren sacked uh, but Partick Thistle stood by Alan Archibald. During the descent from 6th place in the Premiership to 8th place in the Championship, they've they've stood by him. He is someone who had a, a, a wonderful reputation at Partick Thistle. He has literally hundreds of games spread over his time there as player and manager. And of course it's sad, but I, I do think there comes a point where a club is entitled to protect itself. And if Partick Thistle feared there was the potential for a second relegation over successive seasons, then they were perfectly entitled to act to protect the business. Uh, And I think that's what's happened. And now it's important they they get someone Mm. who stabilises a club who have been in free fall and who looks to the future. And who can bring in new players, which, let's face it, are needed by Parpick Thistle. Who's
15: it
3: going to be here? You're speaking to Jerry, did he tell you? Uh, he just sent him an emoji. <laughs> so we will never know. <laughs> uh, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry <laughs> the, uh, don't, don't forget that, as well as the, being the chief executive at Parpick Thistle, Jerry's a fully qualified lawyer. So uh, yeah. <laughs> he would. He would know exactly how to answer my questions. I'll tell no you client. what. I'll tell you what we'll do. Hugh Kevin James is on the line. He's a he's a Partic fan. Ian's also
2: on the other line. Let's just bring Ian in as well, and we can we can knock a few names together. Ian, how does that sound? What's your shout for the the replacement?
15: Well, as long as it's not John Hughes or Jim McIntyre or some other names being bandied about, that that scares me.
2: What in particular scares you about them?
15: <laughs> well, John Hughes would scare anybody, but I mean, as a manager. Um, I think we'll have to get somebody decent, in, um, and and I, I really I'm struggling to think who can replace him. He well, did have to go,
2: James. Jim, James, you any suggestions?
15: J- really uh, obviously, Robbie Nielsen might have been a shout, but obviously if he's going to Dundee United. That's looking up the way. Who knows what'll happen? Think outside the box.
3: Who, who would outside there's the, the box? Who would outside the box be? Who? I mean, there's a. There's I, per- I would worry about outside the box you know, because the Patrick Thistle are 8th in the Championship uh, it requires someone, as I said earlier who can open the parachute because they are in free fall someone needs to open the parachute stabilise everything and then because they're not that far away from the top end of the table put some wins together back to back and you'd see how quickly Patrick Thistle would go up the table. Uh, I'm not sure about outside the box, because you then get names of perhaps people who have not managed before. I think the prerequisite here is someone of experience and calibre. Mm-hmm. Uh,
15: well, well what do you reckon here? Do you reckon, well, Archibald, he was there a long time, but he never had that kind of guidance figure. Uh-huh.
3: Apart
15: from maybe Ian Maxwell, Jerry Britton to a degree. But for a young for a young guy, he never had that guy to look up. I mentioned Robbie Nielsen he had Craig Levine. Yeah, he was winning the title with the championship title with Hearts. Do uh-huh. you think we maybe need to look at maybe an old head and maybe a, an up and coming coach or something?
3: Well, an old head, uh, I think, is no bad idea. Um, you know,
15: they bill for the future as well. So it's, you don't want to be stuck with somebody who's maybe going to be there for yeah. a year. And
3: well, if I said, if I said to you, Jim Duffy, what would you say?
15: Coach. Help. I don't want him as manager, but I would maybe take him as a director of football. So I not He's had a lot of experience.
2: Ian, did you I think you said the same there Ian? Didn't
15: you? I said help. No, I think Jim, Jim Duffy's um, maybe is possibly a coach, but you need a manager. Yeah, I think maybe Danny Lennon's is man. With Danny Lennon get a rodeo Martin, And I don't think he was given the chance to show what he was capable of.
3: Well, Danny, um, now at Clyde, of course. Uh, well, we can forgive him for that <laughs> um, really? You know the, the, I, I think St Mirren were hasty In getting rid of Danny Lennon But St Mirren tend to be hasty And that's why there had so many managers Over the last four years Since Danny left um, It's a good job For someone They've a good supporter base At Partick Thistle But without question The club has been going In a downward direction For over a year now So, if you don't want Jim Duffy and you don't want Jim McIntyre, it's really beholding upon you to come up with a name that you do want. Oh, Danny Lennon! Exactly. Give me Danny Lennon. Well, well, uh, Jerry will be listening. Jackie Lowe will be listening. Uh, They're not saying anything publicly about anything at the moment, but uh, the big game is coming up on Saturday. Partick Thistle Dundee United, in all likelihood. Mm. Uh Robbie Nielsen will be in the Dundee United dugout because they say that he could be appointed in the next twenty, four to forty-eight hours. I
2: think this is a fascinating
3: job, Alex Absolutely. Ray, because it's it's a good
2: job. I think most would agree with that. So there are there are lots of people, I mean the names already, you're talking Robbie Nielsen, although perhaps he will go to Dundee United. Um Jimmy Mack. Yep. That was shot down by the guys, as was Jim Duffy. Um I don't know. Would 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 the club even try, would they be successful in, in trying to tempt Ian McCall back I don't know If you're talking about Younger guys A bit further down Who are are making their way You've got Jim Goodwin At Alawat I mean I I am literally Plucking these off The top of my head
3: Ian McCall is now The longest serving manager In the Championship And Ian McCall Stands In with a chance Of Winning Back to back promotions With Air United And I think Air United At the moment Satisfy uh, Ian McCall's ambitions Uh, he, He does have Perfect thistle Very close to his heart His son uh, Is a devoted Partick Thistle Follower Um, I just wonder
4: if Would you change it Hugh Because obviously He's doing so well We've seen this with uh, Ray McKinnon Who was sitting in second Mm. When he went back to Falkirk? And I think he's won One
2: and four Uh, Thanks to James and Ian Uh, Let me get the thoughts Of Raymond as well Who's also a Partick fan In East Cobride. Do you have any suggestions Raymond? Uh,
16: Yeah I would quite like To see uh, Jim Duffy Or uh, I think it's Ian McCall That used to manage uh, Motherwell
2: Oh Stuart McCall uh, Stuart
16: McCall sorry uh,
2: Stuart McCall yeah That's
12: he, a good show He's employed
2: at the moment Down the road isn't he um, So that that would Potentially be an issue Um, yeah, you have the classic look, look, I want to just ask Raymond Hugh Because Raymond Your fellow Partick Thistle fans A second ago They seemed a bit put off By the suggestion of Jim Duffy What is it that appeals To you about him
16: I think he did a good job When he was at Morton I thought he had done a great job there I don't know what happened I thought he'd done
3: a good job when he was there. Here we have the classic situation where we've asked three Partick Thistle supporters in quick succession and two have rejected Jim Duffy out of hand and the third said, yeah, gladly take him. So Partick Thistle have thousands of fans and you will have many, many different shades of opinion Hmm. on who should be the manager. That's why... Yeah, on you go, Raymond. I think
16: that we need somebody... uh, Who's going to move the players on a bit? I don't this hand on the shoulder type management is is not working at this And I liked Alan Archibald, that I've been watching, I've watched every game from the Hearts friendly all the way through, and I've only missed one, which was away up uh, uh, Ross County away. Uh, that's the only game I've missed.
3: Do you mean it's time for somebody to kick back sides?
16: Well, pretty much. Yeah. And I think the players also have to have a look at themselves and say, you know, we've just got that guy the sack, because I couldn't put any one of them up and say any of them have played particularly well. I also think that some of the players are, are you know, needing replaced. Yeah. Erskine, Doolin, uh, they're great servants to the club, but I think, by their sell By date
2: Okay thank you to Raymond Denise Bride. I have to move on Raymond Sorry I'm running about late For this uh, Name the 12 players Who've scored in this season's English Championship That have played for either Celtic or Rangers You've only got Josh Winda so Lew- far Lewis McLeod Yes Brentford
4: Charlie McGrew
2: Yes Blackburn
4: Charlie Adams
2: No <gasps>
4: Wow Alan Hutton
2: Yes Aston Villa
4: Darryl Murphy.
2: Daryl Murphy, great shout. Nottingham Forest. will get the rest of the answers next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompsons.com.
2: Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Remember, we were talking about Robbie Nielsen Probably going to Dundee United That's now been confirmed By the way So Robbie Nielsen Is the new manager Of Dundee United Hugh Or head yeah. coach Sorry Head coach Get the,
3: the terminology correct So he was um, starting so, Firhill on Saturday yeah. um, So uh, Jerry Britton Will be in charge Of the this Thistle team Because I think Applicants have until Friday To put their applications in uh, Therefore Jerry will take charge um, So Thereafter you get the name of the new manager, but uh, I, I think this is such a big game for Partick Thistle on Saturday because it's now about morale and belief and all of those things. There's no point in saying some players have been here for too long and some players aren't up to it. The, the, there's no transfer window until January. Partick Thistle. Look at Saint Mirren. They've already brought in is it four, three, or four three new four faces?
2: Players, yeah. yeah. Um, What about from a Dundee United perspective? Alex, just purely on the appointment of Robbie Nielsen Did pretty well at Hearts, of course Down to MK Dons, a club that you know well And now back to Tannadice.
4: I think it's a a really good appointment for Robbie I think he's been offered one or two jobs In the meantime in Scotland Didn't think they were the right fit for him It's interesting, uh, listen to Robbie He... Uh, I've done some media work with him over the last year, Hugh, when he's mm. been out, and he's saying, "I'm saying, right, what's going on?" and you know, and, and he says it needs to be the right project. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the one because the, you, the, the one thing about it is, Hugh, you don't want to get into a job where you think, "Oh, here we go again." You get five minutes, and then you're shipped out because you obviously you don't get that many opportunities. The
3: thing yeah. is, Robbie nielsen has been described as the head coach of Dundee United, and when two of the party whistle callers were on earlier, they said. Jim Duffy's a good coach But don't know if he's a, the, the manager that we want Well Robbie Nielsen is the head coach He's got the manager of Dundee United So uh, Coaching capabilities are Vitally important uh, I like this one from James Wright
2: Here we go again Kevin's & Co Promoting one of their buddies Jim Duffy for the Partick Thistle job Give it a rest guys It's becoming embarrassing We did actually give we threw a, in
4: about 6 or 7 names Then and, yeah. and we
2: gave a platform To two callers To say No chance We don't want Jim Duffy So I'm not really sure What you're on about James But never mind At Clyde SSB On Twitter 01419511025 Most importantly though You think that's important What about this teaser? God. 12 players Who've scored in this season's English Championship And have played for either Celtic or Rangers So guys like Charlie Mulgrew Yeah Lewis McLeod Daryl Murphy Alan Hutton Josh Windass Move ah, I can't believe he's
3: just A mad you, Alex I Ray You <laughs> can't believe it Alex Ray came up right. with that At the break And he was so no, delighted I was, was giving Alex The simpler name to say here
4: Alright oh, Go on then Sean Ferguson Close um, Shane Shane sorry
2: Shane Ferguson yes. And Millwall yeah, was yeah. one of the, the So called Newcastle 5 At Rangers wasn't he
4: What about uh, The boy Fleck
2: Yes John Fleck oh, Sheffield United Wow, that's just right out of nowhere One, two, three, four to get I reckon
4: mm. What's the boy at? Sure, there used to be a boy at West Brom The, 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 the big centre uh, half at West Brom um,
2: Yes, yeah but It's him, but you just need to remember his name
4: but, uh, excuse, uh, What was that? I remember about six or five, six years ago he was Yeah, about body. six
2: or seven years ago Come on, He Q. now plays for West Brom He started off at Arsenal He's played for Swansea Bartley, Kyle Bartley Kyle Bartley
4: It's a bit early for clues, I must say No, no, but the thing is I've got his I had his face in my my mind Anyway, at least we're uh, we're getting there here
3: Three to go
2: Three to go (laughs) I think you could I think one of them's One of them's tough I think you'll get the other two So you've got um, Two Celtic, one Rangers But I mean, particularly the Celtic one Played a really prominent part for Celtic For a good couple of years uh, And the Rangers one was not was not you, too long ago
4: You said Hooper But that, that's not the, the one is it? No he yeah. hasn't
2: scored in the championship That must be uh, the reason Who did you see when you said Joe Garner uh-huh. Yes You were wrong But you were close On a couple of levels So Era Club that they went to Preston And so on No
4: uh, Ipswich Ipswich you yeah. That's the team I supported as a boy or no uh, What?
2: You supported Ipswich as a boy? <laughs>
4: Ipswich Town were One of the best teams in England At that time Bobby Robson I did not know that Absolutely yeah. No I
2: mean I knew they were a good side But I did not know you were an Ipswich fan I was I, I, played, I, I played
4: with Ipswich Town Boys Club And um, I used to get signed programmes sent up all the time with John Wark and Mariner Anyway we're diversing <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um, anymore Ipswich
2: um, Doesn't mean to say he's still at Ipswich by the way
4: No I know It's uh Waghorn! Waggy Waggy
2: Come <laughs> Martin Waghorn, Martin Waggon. So you've got two to get They were both former Celtic players One Was a prominent Former Celtic player One was not And that's why It's really tough mm. But that, this other one I think it's doable Right Hugh Keevans What else Tickled your fancy From the weekend That we haven't yet discussed We always try on a Monday night To look back On the weekend's action uh,
3: Invariably It well, gets very busy And we do it a bit later Than we would like I have to go back To the Edinburgh Festival team Oh uh, Magnificent, weren't they? Somebody was going to cop it from Hibbs, and it just happened to be Hamilton ackies And now the next game, once we get uh, the internationals, friendly and competitive, out of the way, the next game is uh, Celtic versus Hibbs. And what a day that's going to be! Uh, Neil Lennon, I think, has grown in, in stature as a manager. I think his recruitment for Hibbs has been unbelievable. They are. Arguably The most entertaining team In the league on their day The Hibs fans have really bought in To Neil Lennon Mm. The atmosphere at Easter Road Is tremendous uh, And I just think that uh, This is a, a great story
4: Well one of the things Of my highlight as well In terms of good stories Is Livingston The last half a dozen games Four wins And two draws If you'd have said that to me At the beginning of the season Hugh at this time of the season Yeah I'd say you were off your head Yeah
2: yeah, I mean There was a lot of big stories as well You're looking at the Aberdeen St Mirren fr- From both perspectives This accusation That Aberdeen don't score enough goals They scored four at the weekend Missing a few players by the way That's right uh, Important for guys like Sam Cosgrove To get up and running Yeah, uh, He scored two um, And then He'll St- be
4: looking to get some confidence On the back of that Gordon Because uh, he really hasn't Hit the ground running yeah. has he
2: And then Hugh I mean St Mirren's wait for a goal Under Owen Kearney comes to an end yeah. But unfortunately for them it was nothing more than a, a consolation uh,
3: It's a win they need now Not talking goals I'm looking at the foot of that table And I'm wondering if St Johnson Are coming into this dog fight as well now uh, They were abject Against uh, Celtic yesterday And they're not that far away from St Mirren and Motherwell And Dundee uh, And Hamilton Ackies So I think there's As I say I think we have a league of haves And have-nots And uh, St. John's I getting sucked in to that dogfight.
4: Sure, they just briefly, do you know the interesting thing? Where is Tony Watt gone in all this? Because you know, you look up at, up at two or three games ago, he was a man, he was uh-huh. scoring all the goals and he doesn't seem to be mm. featuring at the moment.
2: Right, I think we should round off the teaser at the moment. So John Smith sent it in. If you've got a good question, we'd love to use it on the show. So send it to full time at clyde one 12 players who've scored an English Championship this season And played for Celtic or Rangers You've only two to get You've got Pookie, McGrew, McLeod, Murphy, Bartley Ferguson, Fleck, Hutton, Waghorn, Windass Two to go
3: yeah, We're into initials now <laughs>
2: <laughs> The Celtic player Well they're both former Celtic players One's at Derby Was at Celtic for four years 2010 to 2014 Midfielder? Yes Welsh Oh Ledley. Joel, Joel Edley And the other one he started at Celtic, didn't really feature, and he got his move to the English Championship from Ross County.
4: Boys, no,
2: no, uh, fullback. No, more of a sort of box to box midfield type. Oh, Jackson! Irvin. Ah, not bad. Not, Pugh, didn't even I'm have sure to go for initials, Jackson Irvin. Well, Jackson. well done to you. Yeah. All right, something I do want to bring to your attention, Alex. I know you're a big fan of the uh, the, the five aside, six sides. some of the world's greatest players back. In in Glasgow in January At the SSE Hydro For the second edition Of the star sixes Indoor six aside Many legends Of the game involved Scotland obviously Putting in a team England Northern Ireland Republic of Ireland Wales Rest of the world teams I mean we're going to be Represented by guys Like Barry Ferguson Simon Donnelly But I mean England Mike Owen Coming up to try and Find the goals Robert Perez Playing for France I mean that will be that's that's those are some serious names. It Alex, should, it Ray. should
4: be brilliant. Uh, I'm going to take the kids along to it, Gordon. I'm only devastated that I didn't get a late call in. If anybody pulls out injured, get me involved.
2: <laughs> well, you can get involved. You have the chance to win a pair of premium plus tickets. Alex Ray will have to fork out for the for the back row tickets, but you have the chance to win a <laughs> pair of premium plus tickets uh, to the Star Sixes uh, at the SSE Hydro in January. All you have to do is go to Clyde One. Dot com A really an event not to be missed Very quickly Hugh Kevins I'm not giving you as much time as I usually do But r- Sum up the weekend for us
3: Well brilliant uh, In terms of excitement In terms of potential for the future We have an honest to goodness title race Not just because Steven Gerrard says it so He was only telling the truth They're all in it now Hibs, Hearts, Celtic, Rangers mm. Don't forget Kilmarnock Because Ian from Kilmarnock will get upset if he do And Aberdeen Four goals at the weekend Is it a myth Or can they build Thank you to Hugh Kevens And Alex Ray Thanks
2: as always to you For listening Calling and tweeting We can do it all over again Tomorrow 6 o'clock In the company Of Gordon Diel And Roger Hanna In the meantime You might as well stay Exactly where you are Because Callum Gallagher Is up next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury
14: Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.